Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. The Blues Booth is brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Boardwalk has three convenient locations, Manchester, Crestwood, or St. Peter. Or visit online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. The Blues and the Vegas Golden Knights tonight at Enterprise Center. You'll hear the action here on 101 ESPN with Chris Kerber and Joe Vitale. And Alex Ferrario will have the pregame for you at 6 here on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. Chris Kerber joins us now. Good morning, sir. Happy Thanksgiving week. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you guys doing? Good. Top Thanksgiving side for Chris Kerber. Ooh, uh, man, I, I like stuffing. Um, I'm, I'm a bread man when it comes to that part of it, so... Um, stuff it in the turkey when you're cooking a turkey. Put plenty of it aside, and then just make sure that it's uh, it's it's just just drizzled with greasy and, and fixings before you eat it. Yeah, that sounds delicious, Curbs. Well, a lot of people use Thanksgiving as the point in the schedule to determine the identity of an NHL team. It's kind of the the barometer there. What have you learned about this Blues team as we approach Thanksgiving? What do you think their identity is so far this season? Yeah, so some people take Thanksgiving like uh, like Claves' flag day in, in baseball. For me, I, I wait until we get to that, uh, until you get to about the 25-game mark. But, you know, I it's a team that's still finding its way. I, I'm, I looked at that, that last game against Dallas, and you're going, okay, you're, you're typically not going to give up two shorthanded goals, you know, and, and at even strength, you're still not getting enough production from some guys right now, but I look at that game and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, you know, if the Blues are playing their game, they're, they're going to be giving Dallas fits right now. And what I see is right, a team that's just missing opportunity. You know, there's only one regulation win in their last eight games. and the 17 games they've played, they've allowed three or more non-shootout goals in, I believe, 11 of them. Uh, they're giving up too many goals. In the meantime, your goaltender still has a save percentage over 9-12, and that's kind of a, a magical mark. So you're getting the saves you need. In, in, a, in some games, you're just not getting you know, the all-around team play. So when I look at how some of these games are being lost, I'm seeing missed opportunity that I am a team not capable of, of doing better, if that makes sense. So if, if, with that being the case, Curbs, what do the Blues need to do? I, I mentioned earlier, and you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you said you don't want to waste this start to the season and they're on the verge of doing that. So how do you turn this around and solve that problem? Well, I, I think they did do it. I mean, to be, to be real honest with you, like when you like the, the positive side is when, you know, you haven't wasted it to the standpoint of you're three points out of first place with one game in hand on the Minnesota wild who lost in the shootout last night. So you haven't wasted it from a standpoint of you are in a pretty good spot where you've wasted it from the flip side aspect of it is, the fact that instead of a gap and a bigger space between you and some teams that you could have right now, you don't. So you're back in the pack. From a league standpoint, you're, you're middle of the pack. You're 13th overall. From a, a playoff standpoint, you're third in your division, which is fantastic. You're not in the wild card spot, but you know Colorado's back to three points behind you with three games a day. I don't know how Colorado just never plays any games, but they never <laughs> seem to play any games, right? I mean, there's, their schedule just baffles me the last few years, how they – 
in the first 20 games, they seem to play so fewer games than everybody else. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so you, you gave back whatever equity you had from a goal differential standpoint, from a, uh, from a record standpoint, and, and you let some teams get their, uh, get their flow going while you had it and then lost it. So right now you're in a good spot. You just keep plugging forward. And the big, one of the big differences, guys, this year is, and, and this is important to keep in mind, the feel of the last couple of years. Remember, you, 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 had, you had the break, and then there's, then there's kind of like the play-in and then the bubble. And then a delayed season, then a 56-game sprint. This is an 82-game schedule again. And even though the games are somewhat compressed because of the Olympic break in February, it's still an 82-game schedule. It's a different beast, as it were. So you, you can slide a little bit. You can come back a little bit in an 82-game schedule. It's a different feel than last year. Do you think that that schedule construction curbs is uh, playing a lot into what we're seeing with the Blues right now as far as endurance is concerned? I know there, there's guys that are coming back and they're trying to get their feel, but I wonder about the, what you just mentioned about the schedule. If, if guys are just getting a little fatigued right now with so many games. No, I don't think you can say that because, I mean, the other teams are playing the same schedule. And look at what Florida's doing. Look at what, you know, you know, some of the other teams are doing. You know, there's – Look at what Minnesota, even in our own division, is doing. It, it's not schedule related. It's just game detail related. I think, I think no doubt that uh, Ryan O'Reilly missing a few games threw uh, threw things really out of whack. It's something that the team hadn't dealt with with that guy gone, you know, for over, you know, basically for three seasons. Uh, then now he comes back, but Braden Shen is out. Of, and so, you know, you're talking about a team that hasn't played uh, with their top two centermen now for probably what 12, 13 straight games. They, that one or the other has been out, and while they're deep enough, those are still really important players for your hockey team. So, you know, they're managing, they're floating around 500 without it. They, they need those guys back. And defensively, they're still sorting things out. The, you know, I think Perunovic has looked pretty good. So kind of back to your very first question, Michelle, I think through 17 games, I think this team is still sorting out what they've got. And while they're doing it, they're finding a way to get points here and there but they're, they're missing opportunities to, for other points. And, and, again, just one win in your last five games is not good enough, and, and the schedule is not going to get any easier when you're playing Vegas tonight. You'll have Tampa coming up right around the corner. You've got Detroit. They've got some good wins on their schedule. That's Wednesday. The Blackhawks are playing a much better style of hockey since the coaching change. That's Friday. So if I'm the Blues, you can't take anybody for granted right now. you got to get your game going. Curbs, you mentioned Perunovic. I could envision – two years down the road, fans saying, hey, let's go watch Perunovic play. He's got that sort of skill. He, he is an amazingly talented young man. I don't know where that talent is going to take him, but, man, he's got some skill. And, Randy, what impresses me is when you talk to some of the players, you know, whether it be a forward or, or say, Justin Falk, they, they talk about some of the little things they see him do in practice, whether it be the, just how tape to tape the passes are. And, and the, yes, I realize you're in the National Hockey League. That sounds basic. But believe me, some guys are better than it than others. Um, and, and just his vision and stuff. That they, they talk about some of the little things already. And, and he's – I'm like, you see what you're seeing through a few games, which has been pretty good. Uh, but, but the way the other players are talking about being on the ice with him and the awareness of when he's out there and what he can do impresses you even more because uh, except for training camp in a few games, they haven't seen much of it. Yeah, they, I agree with you. It, within a couple of years, you're going to be saying, yep, that guy's worth buying a ticket to see and, 
and and it's going to be a lot of fun. They they did a great job scouting him out of Minnesota Duluth, and uh, you know some some in the organization thought he'd be good enough to be a first uh, first round pick, and uh, when he was still there for the second round, they were thrilled he was still there. Kirk, you mentioned those two shorthanded goals that the Blues gave up to the Stars on Saturday. What was going on with their special teams? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I have, we were, we had our own issues up in a booth. We were trying to get figured out sometimes throughout that game. No, I have, I have, you know what? It, sometimes it's just going to happen there. Uh, you know, I, I think, I think the team was pushing. I think they were pressing. I, I think they were, and, and in doing so, you make a couple of tough decisions. And, and you know, you're going up against a team whose penalty killing was no good through the first 15, 16 games, and they just came out and they played a really good aggressive style. I think it caught our guys off guard. Uh, so. You know, the one thing I, I, I saw us do on, on the power play in that game, Michelle, was I, I didn't think the Blues moved the puck quickly enough. You know, and, yeah, you're, you, they did get a power play goal, and I think we've got power play goals in five of our last six games. But for me, sometimes the passing can be really good, and, and you'll see it, but I just don't know if it's quick enough against the aggressive penalty killers. And, and when Dallas jumped out on there, one extra, one poor decision, one deflected puck, it creates a two-on-one. I think you can question whether or not you defended the, those two on one very well. I don't think this season it's in a couple of situations like that, the blues have maybe defended that uh, too well. Sometimes you want the goalies will tell you that they want, they want the defender to take the pass. They'll take the shooter. And in both situations, our defensemen and two different players, by the way, took the shooter and then that pass was left open. And then it's, it's impossible on the goaltender. So, I wonder sometimes if it's not even so much how the power play was going, but how that, that play specifically was defended. Curbs, before this season started, if you would have told me that Vegas had come to town the Monday before Thanksgiving and their two leading scorers would be Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith, I would have said, you're crazy. Nothing against those two guys, but I, I just kind of figured they might have had somebody else at the, at the top of their scoring list. Yeah, you know, that that's true. Stone and Pacioretty, they've been out. Stone is back. Pacioretty is still out. Of course, Vegas just made that big deal for Jack Eichel, who had successful surgery, and we'll see what happens in a few months if he's able to come back. But the Chandler-Stevenson deal is such a great one, a bit of a cap situation for the Washington Capitals, and Vegas was able to take control of it. And he has been just – like, he has been to the – Vegas Golden Knights in a lot of ways what Ryan O'Reilly's meant for the St. Louis Blues mm-hmm. just in terms of constantly impacting every single game he's playing. And and he's a he's a fun, fun player to watch. Um it this is look, this is a Vegas team that that's found their stride. They can still throw a lot of stuff at you. I'm excited to see if there's a little fire in the belly with Stone back in the lineup. He wasn't in the last time these two teams played. You know, but the Blues have more players in double digit scoring than the Vegas Golden Knights do. And again, that's one of the enigmas of this Blues team right now, where you're seeing you're seeing good numbers from some guys, you're just not seeing the results in the win column. We hope they turn that around tonight. Six o'clock pregame, seven o'clock faceoff. You'll hear it here on 101 ESPN. Curbs, always good to hear your voice. Thanks so much. Happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, ha- have an awesome week, you too, and a happy Thanksgiving to y'all.